Do I need surgery if my non-union starts hurting? Well, that's a great question. And that's what we're talking about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Now today we're talking about metatarsal fracture, non-union surgery versus no surgery, and the number of the beast. This is episode number 666. Now, I know some people will think that I probably should have just skipped this one and went straight from 665 to 667 because frankly, there are some negative connotations surrounding those three letters, 666, the number of the beast. But I decided to do this episode anyway, and in thinking about that, I decided to dedicate this one to a buddy who is a beast. He's tough, he's active, and he happens to have a metatarsal non-union that hasn't stopped him from doing a whole lot of fun, active things. And we were on a call and talking about what to do with his foot. And the situation is this, he got a metatarsal fracture a long time ago. Basically, he broke his foot. It's a pretty common injury, and it's really common in runners, particularly those who get a metatarsal stress fracture and keep running on them until they actually get a full-on fracture. And then if you keep training, well, it can turn into what we call a non-union. A non-union is where two pieces of bone simply don't heal together. So I'm hoping in this episode you can learn a little bit about the different options you have when you get a metatarsal fracture non-union. The first thing is the way that we classify non-unions. And believe it or not, the way that doctors classify non-unions in large part is painful non-union or non-painful non-union. So the question is, does it hurt or does it not hurt? Well, if it doesn't hurt, what that means is that you've got where these two ends of bone are connecting together, there's enough scar tissue between there that they're not rubbing against each other. If you have raw bone grinding against one another end, well, it's gonna hurt a lot. But if you don't have that, if you've got enough collagen in there in between, scar tissue that's sort of cushioning the bones and they're not moving in enough to hurt, well, then it's not really that much of a problem, particularly if you can do that and still do okay. Now, I had a patient one time who had been playing tennis three to five times a week for about 50 years and she had had a fracture in her foot that was never diagnosed, never treated, and turned into a non-painful non-union. Well, I saw her because she slipped and twisted on the court one day. She came in to see me, I did an x-ray, and saw that she had this huge, terrible-looking non-union on her x-ray. Well, okay, that's not good, but, I asked her, did you ever do anything to your foot that you, don't, that you, you, know, you remember hurting? She said, oh yeah, I actually, she told me how she had this injury when she was in college and that was her fracture. And so it had been there for 50 years, but it had become so stable with scar tissue around it that it didn't bother her when she played tennis. And so one option was to basically take her to surgery, in which case we would cut her foot open, cut out the dead pieces of bone at the ends of the fracture on either side, put a bone graft in there, which is a dead piece of bone from a cadaver, and then we hope that after we put a plate and screws and some hardware in there to hold it still, that eventually your body will fill all of that in with your bone that actually heals it and turns it into a solid bone. Now at that time, she was in her 70s, so this was gonna be a really long recovery for her, and it might not actually work. And in that case, what we had done, if it didn't work, was we actually took out the scar tissue that was cushioning and protecting that area and put in a dead piece of bone that might actually cause pain when it moved. 
So back to my friend, the beast, the guy who has this fracture, who's trying to figure out what to do. I just said, look, you've got a couple of options. One of them is surgery. Surgery is reasonable. You could go in and do that to try to fix it now and hope that that works, but that might be a long recovery. Another option is to try to let it calm down. And by calming down, we mean that we assume that if you have a non-union and you removed it, well, if the bone didn't really break again, but you just sort of tore the scar tissue that's holding those two ends of the bone together, maybe you can get it to heal back to that point with more scar tissue repairing it and stabilizing it so that you could continue to do the things that you want to do without it becoming painful again. That's really what we're looking for. So, you know, if you take a month off and you're waiting to see if it will calm down and do that, if it will become a non-painful non-union again, what does it cost you? Well, it costs you time. It doesn't really cost you anything. It's not really risky because if it doesn't work, you could still do the surgery later, but it does cost you time. If you're a runner and you have that issue, yes, you're gonna be doing less activity, and yes, you're gonna lose some running fitness. Yes, your form is gonna suffer as a consequence of that, but you have to weigh all of that versus the risk of actually going back to surgery and potentially having it turn out worse later. There's no guarantee with surgery. No, that's not true. There are two guarantees with surgery, actually. You're gonna get a bill and you're gonna get a scar, but that's it. So if you're gonna wait to see if the non-union is gonna turn back into a non-painful one with some conservative non-surgical treatment, it's reasonable, but you've gotta figure out if it's really probable that that could work or not. That's the big thing here. So all non-unions do not need surgery necessarily, but you gotta figure out what is the best for you given your particular circumstances. Now, if you like this episode, please like it, please share it, and I'll see you in the next training. Listen, no matter where you are in your running injury recovery journey, if you feel stuck, if you're losing your running fitness, if you're confused about what to do next, I created something for you that can really help if you're recovering from an injury and you don't want to get left behind. Take the running injury quiz to figure out exactly what's needed to speed up your running injury recovery right now. It's free. You can go get it at docontherun.com quiz. So go check it out and I'll see you there.